Hey everyone! So just to warn you, in today's show there are gonna be uh, a lot of bad words. So uh, just uh, be ready for it. And uh, yeah. Yeah, both in Spanish and in English. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, 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 we got a sponsor. What? That Dude, that's incredible. This is the break we've been waiting for. Holy shit. Yeah. This is, it's awesome news. I got the news last week just before I went on my trip and I forgot to tell you. Sorry about that. Dude, but wait, wait, who is it? Who is it? Uh, Wait, let me, let me get the email out real all quick. Right. Uh, I'm excited. All right. All right. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We love the show. Okay. Yeah. No, we'd love to blah, 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 blah. Uh -huh. 10,000 per episode. Whoa. Verga, ¿qué? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, okay, more, more, more. Yeah, 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 we're great. Yeah, 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 he's cute. Okay, uh, we look forward to working together with you, your friends at FTX. FTX, crypto, oh, baby. Fuck. God damn it. What? This is great news. Dude, have you not read the news, like, for the last week? Well, like I said, I was on a trip, and so, you know, like, turn off all my notifications, disconnect, you know. Lost, uh, FTX went bankrupt last week. FTX went bankrupt? Mm-hmm. That's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay, because, you know, I'm always thinking ahead, and so I had them pay us in crypto, so we are <laughs> protected, because that's the future. Lost, what? Jesus Christ. What? <sighs> It's the future. Have you, we are, do you not we are, read? We are so fucked right now. Okay. Okay. So bad turn. Looks like FTX is, is bankrupt. So you say, mm -hmm. allegedly. All right. <laughs> but there was a second sponsor that was interested. So, okay. uh, Devil, I think you got that email. Will you, can you read this yeah. for me? See how it sounds? Okay. Welcome to the Agodes presented to you by Bang Bros. Ah, uh, just hit the music, please, please. Just hit the music. Just, just the music. Happy. <laughs> All I do for you. Welcome, everybody, to your favorite basketball podcast, The Goats. I'm Diego Sanasi. And I'm Basketebo. Welcome to the Goats, the show for all fans, sort of fans, and those who want to be fans of basketball, going to NBA games live, the Capitanes, and it's hosted by Diego and sometimes Diego, and sometimes they are the greatest Diegos of all time. I am Basketebo, and with us sometimes is Los. <laughs> hey, Los. Here I am. Uh, here I am. Still working on my, uh, my nickname, my Diego's <laughs> yeah. nickname. Right, but, but but you two, you can like right now uh, say uh, uh, that you are the greatest basketball in history, and you are the greatest loss in history. So hmm? it's just a bunch of goats in here. We're just that's it. A, a bunch of goats. <laughs> just a bunch of goats. How, how does Which one that... say like like a like a gaggle of goats or something? Like that? I, I have no clue, but that would be. <laughs> Just thinking about our our, our our opening, saying we have a bunch of goats here and being sponsored by Bang Bros would be so wrong. It's like so wrong. <laughs> Apparently, a group of goats is called a trip. A trip so, of goats. A trip. 
We're a trip of goats. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, that's fantastic. Is it really a trip of goats? Apparently. That is great. Yeah. Uh, so on wow. today's episode, we're going to talk about going to NBA games live, uh, the possible Mexico City NBA team, and as always, our goats of the week. Let's start the clock. Okay, and we're here. So recently, uh, young Tebel, while he was applying for his cruise director shop, job, was in Miami, <laughs> and he attended a Miami Heat game, yes. which got us all talking, got us all thinking about what our favorite experiences are in arenas in the NBA, what our favorite cities are, who's got the best fans that we've been to, and then you know we might even start uh, shading some cities and talk about the worst <laughs> arenas and experiences we've been to. Uh, Devil, why don't you tell us about your, your recent uh, venture to uh, Bang Rose, capital Miami. <laughs> <laughs> to Pollo Tropical <Exactly>. Arena. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they're just calling it Miami Arena uh, until they get a, a sponsor. I hope it's quick because that money. <laughs> But I really hope it's not Pollo Tropical. Um It was really cool. It's technically it's my second NBA game ever, but the first one I went to I was like maybe six or five or something. So I have no memory of it other than we lost to the Kings and I was really sad. <laughs> um so this was like a new experience and it was really cool. Uh I'm really impressed by the efficiency of <laughs> of the US. Like everything was super smooth. Lines are very very fast. I didn't have to wait a lot. It's really easy to get to your seat. Like uh, but I I understand this is not anything new, but <laughs> living in Mexico City and like going to concerts and stuff, it's like it's a free for all. Like whoever gets there first, whoever pushes the hardest, it's It's pretty crazy. So I was pretty surprised by <laughs> being able to order chicken tenders on an iPad instead of actually wow. having to like scream so someone can bring me something. That was pretty nice. Um, and it's it's also pretty, it's really overwhelming. Like, I think that's my, my conclusion. Like, when you're watching a game on TV, there's like ad breaks And there's free throws and there's an ad and they're talking about stats and they go to interviews and whatever. When it's live, it just never stops. It's like every single second there's something happening. There's super loud music. Yeah. There's activities. Yeah. Yeah. There's things ha happening on the screen. Um, during halftime, it was Tim Hardaway's like a Hall of Fame celebration. So there was an interview with him. Wow. Um, And it, How many offensive sudden, things did he say? He said nothing <laughs> offensive uh, in that game. <laughs> he in said something yeah. really offensive like a day later, but <laughs> he he had a good time there. DJ Khaled was <laughs> was at the game also, and he had this was amazing. He had a golden pillow to put his sneakers on. Oof. I, I think he just had it for like one quarter, but <laughs> but since he was wearing his new sneakers, I guess he didn't want them to get like dirty I, i don't know but he had like a royal pillow it was amazing <laughs> um and yeah it's like quick things, side things, note things. dj khaled 
DJ Khaled is a, a talentless ass clown. Okay, <laughs> wow, wow. Okay, well, that is yeah. kind of really quickly because you Why? said, no, the thing is, you, you put into words the exact same thing I was just thinking. I just couldn't figure out how to say it. He is. He's the absolute worst. Every time I, I see him, the rage that fills my body that this man <laughs> has another one. Anyway, all right. And he on. actually said it. That was because at, I think this was like in the third quarter. They obviously had an interview with him and they asked him about his new album and whatever. And the obviously. last thing he said was uh, he has like two or three phrases. He says like another one and uh -huh. some others that I don't yeah. know. And that's the way he said goodbye. He was like, another one, God's plan, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it was, it was really Christ. funny. It's he's like, like, he's like uh, Bart Simpson being the I didn't do it kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's his whole thing. <laughs> How are the fans? Because uh, Miami has always had like this uh, reputation yeah. of fans being either late to the game yes. or not showing up at all. I think both of them are correct, actually. All right. Okay. Um, at least where I was seated, the guys next to me were mm -hmm. super late, and then they left at halftime, which was What? really weird. They What? were there. They were super loud. They were screaming, and then they just left. <laughs> It was like, what? And um, the arena wasn't 100% full, obviously. It was a game against the Hornets, okay. which yeah. suck. Um But definitely both are correct. Like people were super late. Uh, they didn't really care. But that's why I, I, I think it's interesting that, that we have Los here because Los actually lives in the US. I feel like maybe if you live in the US and this is like something you do often, but, not like every yeah. week, but like once a month or whatever, maybe it just gets like boring. And at some point you're like, I'd rather be in a line to buy a beer than actually watch the game. I don't know if, If you feel like that, maybe not you specifically, but the, like a normal person. <laughs> well, you were in the lower bowl, right? You were like fairly close to the, the court. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was. I've I think been, it was like the second floor or something. I've been to probably a handful of Miami Heat games. And I will say like sitting up top in the upper Those are some great fans. Like they, they are really into the game. <laughs> yeah. They have a great time. And then lower bowl, it feels like they're there to be seen. It feels like it's a, it's more mm. of a, Hey, we're here because mm. you know, somebody got us tickets, but we're not really into the game. Um, There were like four people behind me that clearly were like businessmen that were taking other businessmen to the game and they had no idea how basketball worked. So I listened to the entire <laughs> explanation of What a foul is, what a free throw is, what things can be done. And it was yeah. it was a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> But it was great. Yeah. I think Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. I th I've never been to another city, but I feel like maybe games in like LA or New York or something are more interesting, maybe more fun, maybe less show-offy. I, I wouldn't of... say I would I would think that Staples but I'm sorry Crypto Arena is the same you know <laughs> you you, ha you have the the same kind of people that just go there to be seen or or just to see who they see it's not oh mm -hmm. there's Jack Nicholson you know there there's Denzel Washington and mo more of that than the game I, I would say that LA is, is also like that the only thing I'll say to defend the Laker fans is that we are the LA 
the Lakers are the number one team in LA across all sports. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it is a Laker town. And so there's a real passion there. And so yeah. like you, you have like the really close seats that are super rich people. Those are the agents. Those are the, uh, the, the celebrities and so forth. But it's not quite Miami in that, that like the entire lower bowl. Isn't just, uh, people who just got tickets there are some really okay. passionate fans and really knowledgeable fans so a lake uh crypto arena crypto all your money in crypto uh, <laughs> soon to be uh just lakers <laughs> arena apparently yeah. yes yeah uh, soon to be uh xvideos.com arena um no we have a you know the the laker fans are the laker fans are pretty good i will say and this hurts me but uh i go to a lot of knicks games living in new york Mm -hmm. and the knicks fans are fantastic they are into it and even and the team sucks and that they are into it it's it's really it is the mecca of basketball for sure but 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 i think I, i mean i do agree with you but i think that has a lot to do with a new yorker as a person Because I believe that they are the, <laughs> sa- the exact same amount of passion for the Knicks as for a good bagel. You know, it's the <laughs> same intensity. It's for zero, from zero to 100 in a fucking yeah. second, which is what makes it yeah. so much, such an exciting city in general. Yeah, it's true. And they are some fucking good bagels. So, yeah. Great bagels yeah. over there. <laughs> I, I think, no, but you're 100% um, right. It is, it is the attitude. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, It's really interesting how the games and the stadiums are like a reflection of the culture. I, I think definitely if someone so if someone is listening <laughs> and they speak Spanish and they want to go to an NBA game, I think I would recommend for their first game to be uh, a Heat game because also like every single human in Miami speaks Spanish. <laughs> so like even if you're if you don't know English or you're not confident in speaking English, like the guy who's going to sell you beers and chicken tenders is going to know Spanish. So it, it feels way less like foreign in that sense. And everyone is super nice. There's not like, yeah. I'm not saying Americans aren't nice people, <laughs> but I think Latinos are like way nicer than, than people should be. <laughs> yeah. So it, it feels less like intrusive, I think. I don't know if that's yeah. the correct word, but what what are some of your guys's like least favorite things of going to a game? You guys have been to way more games than I have. What are some things that you like you don't like or you would like to be different? Uh, for me, be, because as you said it, uh, being a tourist or being an, an, uh, you know uh, not from the country, you're watching the game. There's really nothing negative because you're really hyped up. It's like the either the trip was planned for the game mm-hmm. or by luck you had a game w- w- when you were on vacation and you went there which is fucking incredible so i have like absolutely no bad things to say i i've been to to the to crypto arena when it was table center i've been to the orlando arena uh i i went to the san antonio to the alamo dome i went to the all-star game in 90s in 96 And the oh, wow. eventually went. Yeah, I know. Uh, and those are. I, I've never been to the Madison Square. I took the tour in Madison Square Garden, but I've never seen a game there. And I, I also saw some games in Houston, I believe. I do. I saw it was also circa 96, 97. 
I saw the Dream Team 2 in mm -hmm. Phoenix wow. play, play against China. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. But but because yeah. we don't get that, like, if, if, if you were in the U.S., it's like my, my closest example or comparison is Capitanes. You know, the, the G League, mm -hmm. the Mexican G League team, when they played, before they played at the Arena Ciudad de Mexico, they played at the Gimnasio Juan de la Barrera, which, which was really close to my home. You know, it was a five-minute Uber drive. It, it was... And I went to every single game. And this mm -hmm. makes it a habit, makes it, you know, something you, you may grow accustomed to. And it, it doesn't take out the excitement of the game, but it's not... Some, some days you will say, like, eh... I really don't want to go today. I, I, I'm just going to sleep in today. Mm -hmm. And that will never happen to me with an NBA game because I appreciate it so much because of, of how many, how, how little I can go to those games. Mm -hmm. So no negative things from here. Sorry. <laughs> What about you, Los? <laughs> you know, for me, the only negative, um, and this doesn't apply to uh, Brooklyn or the Knicks because it's just easy to get there because they're all built on top of train stations. So they're easy to get in and out of. Um, I mean, I also happen to live in, in Manhattan, so it's fairly easy, but Staples center, like you have to plug in an hour just because traffic is such an effing nightmare. And even when I've been to the heat arena, like the traffic is sucks. And so it becomes like the experience itself. I mean, I will say NBA games are the best experience of the four major sports. Hockey's pretty good, uh, but I don't really know anything about hockey. Um, and so <laughs> I've been trying. Like, so just so the the yeah. what was it? The baby goats. <laughs> just so the baby yeah. goats know, I've been trying to get lost into hockey for like a year now, and it's it's not gonna happen. And, and I've been trying to get into hockey for about a year now, and it's really complicated. <laughs> yeah. I I just don't think it's gonna happen. Anyway. Uh, Um, no, it's, um, it's like, if you go to an NFL game, it's just, uh, sadly, I know you just went to a Dolphins game and I don't know if you experienced this, mm. but it really yeah. does feel like it's a bunch of people for four hours getting drunk and then going into the stadium so that they can fight <laughs> and occasionally watch the game. Um, yeah. uh, baseball that was not games, my experience uh, at all, but I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, that, uh, no, I was I a season that, ticket holder for Tampa Bay for a while and it was just fights ooh. left and right. Yeah. yeah. Baseball is like... Like going to the park with your kids, <laughs> I feel like it's like way more yeah. family friendly. And, and the thing is, uh, which describes it the best that I've heard is like the NBA and maybe hockey are the only two sports that are basically designed for live purposes. NFL is for TV purposes. It's mm -hmm. the only the only sport I know of that has that TV timeout. You know the the, the, yep. the two minute break and all, all of it, all those things are to get commercials. So they are sports designed to keep you entertained at your house. So watching them live, it's way more complicated. As uh, in contrast with the NBA, which is designed, as Tebo said, to keep you you know stimulated every yep. single second. Mm -hmm. Your attention's here, and so suddenly it's like what? It's already the fourth quarter. Yeah. It go, right. it flies by. And you can yeah. actually understand what's happening. I feel like uh, watching the NFL live, you don't have like the lines for the first down or anything. Mm -hmm. You can't mm -hmm. hear anything that anybody is saying. So it's just, uh -huh. sure. it's kind of yeah. hard to follow. And basketball, that it, that doesn't happen. It's just like yeah. people scoring yeah. baskets. So it's pretty easy to follow. I will say, okay, so I have one quick story to say. All right, when I went, when I Let's lived go. in Atlanta, 
my wife worked for uh, the company that owned the Hawks at the time. And so every year they would hand out vouchers to Hawks games. And each voucher was worth like $20, right? And you'd get like $360 worth of vouchers. Every employee got these, right? And not every employee wanted to go. So Jess Ooh. would collect them, right? <laughs> and so because she knew I was obsessed with sports. And so one day uh, we piled up a bunch of these and we sat on the court. Like, you know, those whoa. seats like right beside the bench. Uh -huh. We mm -hmm. sat there. We sat there and like you could literally as they're doing their timeouts, you could just poke your head in. And it was incredible, <laughs> except except that it was 2002 and it was the Atlanta Hawks versus the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> and it was like there's 20 people in the arena. It was Pau Gasol's <laughs> rookie year. So it's either 02 or 03. But Pau Gasol's rookie year, there's a, uh, a shorty behind me who spoke Spanish. So her and Pau spent the entire game talking to each other in Spanish. And I would try to interject, but he was just like, yeah, dude, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not interested. Like I'm, I'm talking to her. Uh, the entire game, they spoke Spanish. The game was fucking miserable. We left in the middle of the third quarter. It was, it was the worst experience I've ever had at a basketball game. And I was courtside. It was, it was so it was so bizarre because wow. there was just no energy in the arena. The basketball was terrible. Uh, but anyway, so you can have a really bad experience in an NBA <laughs> arena. Uh, I, I remember the the best seats I've ever had were in the Mexico games uh, about two or three years ago. We were courtside, but baseline, you know, uh, right yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Be below, below the, the hoop. And we were next to, to the Spurs bench. The game yeah. went into overtime. It was a, it was an incredible game, but as you would expect, all the bench stood up to, to at the <laughs> final seconds. So yeah. I knew I knew I had the best seat ever because the ones that were blocking my view were the fucking San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Tell me about the uh, '96 All Star game because that's a. Uh... I mean, that's a good era for NBA. I mean, that's Jordan. That's uh, Shaq. Yeah, I saw, I saw Jordan. Yeah. David Robinson, Sean Kemp, yeah. Stockton Kidd. That was amazing. Uh, I remember... Were you because, working uh, or were you just going as a fan? No. Plus, <laughs> I was 14 years old. I was going as a fan. <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know when you started your career. I know. You know? That's, a, oh, that's a valid question. Uh, but yeah. no. I, I was 14 years old, and I remember uh -huh. the, the 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 funniest thing about that. The funniest thing is that my dad uh, he used to live in Guatemala, okay, and my mom would always uh, like threaten me, like if you don't get good grades, I'm gonna send you to Guatemala to live with your dad. <laughs> okay, and so for that era, she told me like if you get good grades, you're going to the All Star in San Antonio with your best friend. Wow. wow. Like, all right. All right. Wow. I, I was at a really tough school, so I couldn't get like the good grades. I, I failed like five different courses. It was horrible. <laughs> but of course, because it's the all-star game, because it's a U.S. trip, my mom already had the tickets. 
Mm. It's not something that you could like do on <laughs> right, heart with. Right, like, oh right. no, you passed. I'm gonna. Buy. She had everything. So I remember like coming like really down, down, really depressed. Like, here's my report card. She saw my report card. She was like, God damn it! And she just told me, All right, go pack your bags. And I was like, No, I don't want to go to Guatemala. And she was like, No, you're going to San Antonio, you dumb fucks. Get there. <laughs> And the things I remember the most, th this was the first time that I actually saw NBA players live. Yeah, yeah. The the size, I, I couldn't believe the size yeah. of, of these people. Like how, how are we the same species? <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I also remember it was incredible walking around town that you would bump into them. I remember mm -hmm. like, you know, bumping into Jerry Lucas, the the, the head coach of the Spurs. Yeah. Uh, I, I had I, I interrupted Dana Barros, who was eating at some restaurant. Could I take a picture? And I took the picture. Uh, yeah. I saw Juwan Howard. I saw Carmelo. It was incredible. And the game as well. It was fantastic. You know, I also I, I did had nosebleeds. I remember like all the pictures I took when we developed them. You see nothing there. You see like <laughs> the court. And that's right, it. Right. And, and, <laughs> And my fondest memory of that game was that Jordan won the MVP, but okay. people thought Shaq deserved it. Mm. And people booed Jordan when he got the MVP. Wow. And that, oh, was, and, that, that was incredible. And that's in San Antonio. In San Antonio. So Shaq's yeah. hometown. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Wow. Jordan got was, booed. And. I also I, I had the opportunity to go to the last Ulster game before the pandemic, the one in Chicago, which oh, was wow. uh, just when Kobe passed away. So that was yeah, yeah. also incredible because the the emotion of that game, uh, it, it, it was crazy. It, that, that one was crazy. But but yeah, both of the Ulster games are great experiences. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I've never been to yeah. an Ulster game. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Um, yeah, I, I have like a really third. If, if you give me, give me, talk amongst yourselves for a second, <laughs> as, as, as I get the memorabilia. Let's see what he brought. <laughs> what what did, what do we bring? He has here. This is this is one of my favorite things ever, which is you know like the old school cartoonish. Uh, yeah. Uh, poster. Ah, cool. Oh no shit. That is cool. It's, for the people who are listening, it's an all-star weekend t-shirt, but it's like exactly like cartoon drawings of all the players. Yeah. And it says San Antonio yeah. 1996. So that's Tim really Hardaway, cool. Clyde Drexler. That is cool. Yeah. Grant Hill, Penny Hardaway, Jason Keats, Sean Camp. Those those I'm are a the all-star. And you can see it's like all like fucked up. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm never throwing this away, you know? <laughs> it's incredible. I love I love those cartoon ones that I don't know why I love them yeah. so much, but but I have like I don't when, know why they stopped doing them. Well in twenty they won when the Lakers won the title, they did it. Yes. And a friend of mine I um owed I me a bet. Yeah, I have that I, I also, I bought I it. Yeah. yeah. I also have a uh nineteen eighty eight uh cartoon version of the back to back champion Lakers uh Oof, that wow. doesn't fit. <laughs> Because that was a long, long time ago. But, <laughs> but I, despite my wife and mother pleading with me to throw them away, I'm never throwing them away. I have, 
I literally have like 10 Laker shirts from middle school that I won't get rid of for some <laughs> reason. What what am I ever going to do with them? Dude, I, I, I have my elementary school uniform in my closet. I'm I, 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 there's there's no way I'm throwing that away. Yeah. But at least I know he can uh, give Sonora. it to to her, to his daughter once she's the right size. Like Los just That's true. he's just going to have barren, those things so in the closet. I will but, never have children. But once I I I have never kept things thinking, "Oh, this is going for my daughter." No. <laughs> I'm just keeping things like there no, this this shirt the, the whole purpose of this shirt was this episode. I've been keeping this in my closet for, you know, 40 years for now you so that you could see that shirt. So that's incredible. Mm -hmm. See, I just haven't found my moment yet where I'm going to need those things. But that moment will come. It, it will uh, come. It will come. Yeah. Yes. Join us on Sonora's <laughs> new podcast, uh, Los Sinanasi, Letting Go of Childhood. Yeah. Uh, you can stream it weekly. I can feel the nostalgia we, through the screen. <laughs> like, that's it. And we need, what, what's your name? The The... The, the the woman in Netflix that goes to your house and takes everything away. And... Marie Kondo. <laughs> exactly. Sponsored yeah. by Marie Kondo. Sponsored by yeah. Marie Kondo. <laughs> yeah. It's just Marie Kondo trying to get in our apartments all the entire show. And we just won't let her in. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah, it's on. No, you're not getting near my jerseys, Marie Kondo. Go away. <laughs> cool. Uh, and okay. with that, let's head to our goats of the week. Did you ever see Magic play? You saw Jordan no. play, not Magic. Yeah, I saw. Jo yeah, Jordan was a was never Jordan, never Bird. Bird is the one I I was so excited because when we went to the All Star in Chicago, I made like the the PR and the relations that were enough to get me to the next All Star in Indiana, and I was just ah. focusing on uh, Indiana. I'm meeting Bird. I, I'm, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the whole point. I saw Magic at, at in Chicago. Okay. We went to like they have like an, an alumni breakfast every, oh, yeah. okay. every, every and I got there and Magic Johnson was taking pictures with some kids and I I, I slowly went like tuck, 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 getting closer to the kids <laughs> and someone <laughs> caught me and he was here like you're not part of the Make a Wish Foundation and no but hi Magic and I just took like some random shots of Magic Johnson uh, and that, that was it that was as close as I could get to him. Uh, that's funny. I've uh. I don't get starstruck, but I think Magic would actually leave me speechless. Like he's the only person I think that I would actually like, just kind of like go dumb and be like, "Hey, hi, hi, yeah, it's yeah. nice to meet you." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't know what to say either. I remember also I uh, I got to when we were in the hotel. Do you remember George Morrison? The of course, uh, my giant. Exactly. Great movie, Billy he Crystal, Oscar nominated. <laughs> He, he 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 suddenly he came into the hotel and i was like dude i just have to i have to shake his hand i have to yeah. know his hand against my hand so i just went like george george i'm a big fan and i went like this yeah. and he completely yeah. engulfed my hand <laughs> yeah. with his yeah. hand i was like yes this was everything i hoped for thank you <laughs> i met i met shack at the orlando airport this is before 9-11 so you could actually like go to the gate to wait for family uh -huh. coming in And so uh, it was Christmas time during the strike in 99 and my abuela was coming in. I was going to the airport to pick her up. And so I'm walking and there's Shaq and he's surrounded by his people or whatever. 
and I had uh, USA Today, which I was reading, and it had a story on Magic Johnson. So I handed it to Shaq, uh, and I was like, hey, man, how are you? Could you sign this? And he looks at it, and he goes, what the fuck Magic up to? And I was like, oh, it's, you know, it's about his, like, he's doing some, you know, he's doing some business about how he's a businessman now. And he looked at me and he said these words, which I will never forget. He said, Magic always up to some bullshit. And then he signed it like, <laughs> signed it like it was chicken scratch, like a child was signing Shaq. And I looked at it and I was like, oh yeah, I'm, def I'm definitely keeping this. And that was of it. Course. And then he walked off. But that man is a fucking giant. I, I can't, yeah, I can't imagine you. He is the biggest human being I've ever seen in my life. He is huge. Yeah. Anyway. All right. There we go. <laughs> I'm just... You're recording all of this, out, Alex. It's all in the episode. We're planning yeah. out the edit of the episode as as you guys are talking. <laughs> yeah, there, there, you, you, let's just open a Patreon right now. And full episode in there. Uh, yeah. On this episode okay. of Diego, it's chaos. <laughs> so everyone after <laughs> this long nostalgia trip by los and sanasi welcome back to the show it's now time for our goats of the week where we choose one person thing sneaker event that caught our attention and for better or for worse has earned the title of goat of the week my goat of the week is bama de bayo uh first of all it was really crazy to see him play live i feel like Uh, he's one of those players who, talking about Bill Simmons, Bill Simmons always talks about what player passes the eye test and who looks better live than on the TV and whatever. I feel like Bama Rebaio is one of those players. Um, on the TV, I feel like he always looks like kind of sluggish. He misses a lot of easy shots. Um, and live, he still kind of does that, but the ability this dude has to like grab rebounds, to push people, he had some crazy passes the game I went to. Um, I'm really excited to see what he can do in, in the future and keep on growing and and yeah it was crazy seeing him live so he's my goat of the week uh, my goat of the week is shirts from middle school no I'm just kidding uh, my goat of the week <laughs> is, um, is David Griffin uh, of the uh, New Orleans Pelicans uh, because that man this is because I'm, I'm trying to avoid doing a Lakers goat of the week mm -hmm. uh, uh -huh. but it's it's connected because David Griffin Uh, came to Los Angeles and uh, walked into Rob Polinka's house and took every single thing he's ever owned, including Brandon Ingram, ended up with Zion Williamson, and now he's going to end up with Wemby because we are going to have the worst record in the NBA. So my go to the week, David Griffin, who owns all of Los Angeles. Jeannie, please fire Rob. Please, I <laughs> beg you, just fire Rob Polinka. I know you listen to the show. I know you're a big fan. Yeah. Fire Rob Polinka. Thank you. Uh, if, you're, so if, you're not, if, if, if you're not running with wolves right now, Jeannie, just fire him. <laughs> take, take, take a break from walking with wolves. Uh, my goat of the week, uh, uh, I'm going to uh, go ahead and do a non-basketball goat of the week because Ooh. I have to do, I have to. My goat of the week is a World Cup because it starts this Sunday. And I'm really excited because it will change my life and all our lives 
for a month. <laughs> it's a month where and it's it's it, we're gonna be drunk every West single morning for a, for one month. It's the wild wild west, which I fucking love. I love how all my schedules are gonna be ruined by the yes. by the hours of the game because of the time change. But I'm here for it, and I'm really excited that it it starts this this Sunday. Yes. It's going to be the purge for a month. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. USA, uh, 22 World Cup champs. Just saying. Uh, yeah, Mexico, uh, I, I, as long as we don't finish last, I'm good. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so that's uh, yeah. this week's episode of The Goats. Those are our Goats of the Week. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much, Los, for uh, visiting <laughs> this episode. Uh, remember to like, comment, subscribe, activate the notification bell. Uh, send us pictures of your 1980s, 1990s memorabilia from the NBA. Exactly. Uh, and then drink water, buy a bidet, all those things that 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 Alfaro says. Uh, I'm Basquetebo. I'm Diego Sanasi. Never throw your shirts away. Never. Keep them forever. Make them make them make them make them a nightmare for where you, for for your family for where you, when you die they they won't know what to do with everything you own. never throw your shirts away. Uh, I'm I'm godless. I agree with everything Sanasi just said. Go to therapy. Don't throw your shit away. <laughs> See you next week. Diego's is produced by Esteban Hernandez. Executive produced by Carlos Arenado and mixed and engineered by Alex De Winter. So mm. it's a completely different experience when you're when you're closer to the, the ball to the when you're closer to the court <laughs> to the ball <laughs> to the ballers. <laughs> uh, Alex, yeah, cut that, that or you're fired. That <laughs> that actually makes sense because like Alex, behind make a, me, make a, make a loop of that. Alex, make a TikTok <laughs> of that. Alex, make a gif of that. Alex, make stickers of that. Put it at the intro and the outro and yeah. the bloopers. <laughs> Closer to the ball, the ball, the ball. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.